All right, good afternoon, everyone. Welcome to the Monday, March 7th edition of the MMA OB Daily Podcast. I'm your host, as always, Adam Martin, joined by Mr. Big Marcel there. We'll be recapping UFC 272 today. I'm looking forward to that, Marcel. What's going on, man? How's your weekend? How's everything with you? All good, man. How are you? Good to be back. Uh, talking about some fights. Yep. Now we're breaking the UFC or uh, breaking down UFC Vegas 50 preview. I mean, that card is amazing. So I'm looking forward yeah. to that as well. So, yeah. I think the card this weekend is going to be awesome, guys. I'm looking forward to talking about that. We'll do it tomorrow, 5 p.m. Eastern, obviously. Oh, yeah. But today we're going to recap UFC 272, whatever else took place on the weekend. Um, to get these comments, we got hype here. What's going on, man? This guy's in every podcast we do. We appreciate it. We do got Doug here as well. I know he's in a lot of the podcasts. Numbers were a little bit up. I mean, obviously, our numbers for our podcast are not even close to what some of the other podcasts do, but it is slowly growing. So that, that's a good thing, Marcel. It's slowly growing. People are slowly starting to realize, hey, these guys are a fucking great podcast. And these guys are pretty good <laughs> at picking fights, too. So, I mean, let's just get right into it, Marcel. Let's get into the, um, the recap of UFC 272. Picks perspective, 9-4 and four for me. I mean, that's pretty solid, right? Do you know what you did for your picks? I, I don't know. I honestly don't want to know even because uh, there were It might have been the fights. same or like maybe one less than me because uh, I, I know there was at least one fight that I should have probably went the other way on. But like, I think I did pretty good, guys. I went 5-for-5 five five in the main card. Not bad. You know, and there was a few fights where I, saw where I was like, I'm not sure about this one. But, you know, after some more research, this is the way I'm leading. And it turned out to be okay, except for a few in the prelims. But... I mean, mm-hmm. overall, guys, I, I think it was a pretty good night. You know, I see Doug went seven and six. I think a lot of people probably went about that. Um, you know, if there was a few picks I went the other way on, I would have had the same one. So um, let's get let's start with it, Marcel. Let's start with the main event, work way down. I'm going to give you an honest question because um, mm-hmm. I know you watch it really late. Uh, how, like, awake were you for that fight? Were you getting a little tired um, the last couple of fights? Give me your honest thoughts. No, I was pretty awake because, like I said, I was uh, in the, the Eurosports, um, how do you say that, studio. So okay. I was with everybody there, and I was pretty much, they were doing the show, and I was pretty much uh, one or two inches next to it, you know what I mean, uh, behind behind the set. So I was talking with people and watching the fight. So for me, I was awake, man. I was awake till, like, I even mean two hours after the show, and I went to bed. I only slept for three hours, so yeah. Well, there you go. I know you guys watch it like six, seven hours later, right? Yeah, so yeah, yeah. I was asking. All right, let's get into it. UFC 272. Like I said, for me, it was a good night again. I mean, it's been a real good couple, little stretch I, here, like good couple months for me. What are you gonna say? I actually understand your question because you, I think you asked me during the card, and I was like, I haven't seen it in total, but I didn't see it because I was busy behind the screen, so I had to watch some fights back because I wasn't fully focused on it. That's why I didn't tweet it out in the prelims and the preliminary card because I was busy with doing things behind the scenes. So that totally was fair. Cool. All right, let's get into this. Colby Covington defeats Tori Masvidal via decision in the main event. I mean, that's what I thought would happen. I think you thought that was going to happen, yeah. and that's what happened. Like. The most obvious likely outcome happened in this fight it was just Covington basically out grinding, out wrestling Masvidal. I don't think this fight went any differently than I thought. I don't think many people thought it would go any differently, to be honest with you, Marcel. So, really, this fight went exactly how I thought it would. What about you, man? Yeah, man. You you know what's always so weird to me, man, is when uh, when when people score a fight, they are like, oh yeah, we that this is the uh, the most even round. So we give that to the guy who's behind, or we think who. Yeah. I mean, or people wanted to give Masvidal the fourth round because of the knockdown. He didn't do shit beside that knockdown in the fourth round. I don't round, think it was a real thing. knockdown, by the way, guys. We yeah. have to, like, remember. Sorry, I don't want to cut you off, but, you know, a lot of the times the commentators or the, even the fighters are like, I dropped that guy, dropped that guy. They might think in that moment they dropped him, but I'm going by the stats. There was no official knockdown in that fight. 
if someone fell, it's probably due to a slip or you know some other reason because these stats guys occasionally they will miss a knockdown, but it's very rare. They're very good at what they do. And if they don't officially credit knockdown, I'm gonna go and say it's not knockdown either, Marcel. So for me, this was a, it was just an easy 50-45, honestly. That's what I thought I, it was. I even added 54. I added four 50-44. I had 10 eight rounds in it. The last round, or which round was it? The last uh, round. The, the third round. Was was let me, let me double check on the made decisions because I know one judge did, did do a, a 10 8 in the uh, third round. Fifth round. Yeah, the fifth. Okay, uh, so, third. Okay. Um, one of the judges gave Maswell round two. That's the only round that one of the judges gave it to. So I don't yeah, even know how most, we got round two. <laughs> that was <laughs> the most competitive round of it all, and they gave it to Maswell. I still think Covington won the round, but yeah. Right. Anyways, well, give me your other thoughts on the fight. Sorry to cut you off. I mean, it's pretty pretty easy, you know. Covington did what he always do, put on the pressure. Uh, he, w- he went for, for, for takedowns, you know. But he also, I kind of think he outstruck Masvidal as well, man, you know. And many people don't want to give him credit for it, but he did, you know. Yeah. Um, and we just got to accept, I love Masvidal, but he isn't the elite fighter, you know. He isn't that elite fighter that everybody wants him to be. He is a great fighter. He's a very uh, entertaining fighter. But you gotta, you gotta match him up with the right people, you know. Against Usman, he can't entertain. Against Colby, he can't entertain because these are high-level fighters who bring a different thing to the to the table. You know, they bring the wrestling to the table, and that's not Masvidal's. Uh, he's not great at wrestling, you know, against these yeah. high-level wrestlers. So, I mean. If you ask me where goes Masvidal from here, it's easy, man. You match him up with either Nate Diaz or with with Conor McGregor. You know, mm-hmm. you give him that money fight. People will tune in. You know, and that don't even have to be a belt on the line. Go away with the stupid BMF title. Nobody gives a shit about. You know, but you can just make that a main event and people will tune in because Masvidal sells, Conor sells, Nate Diaz sells. You know, it's yeah. By the way, there's there's no way Masvidal is the BMF anymore, <laughs> and he's been beaten three times since then. So I don't really yeah. consider him the BMF at this point. Yeah, Usman is the BMF. <clears throat> Colby's pacing wrestling. I mean, yeah. I mean, he got a class, no doubt. Not, oh, we got to talk about this. The eye poke in the first round. Glenn wants to bring that up. Yeah, Masvidal was a little upset at her being just basically yeah. said he's not the ref he wants in his fights. Um, yeah, I, I think that it was a clear eye poke, right? And they didn't even stop the fight for one second. You kind of think that they would in like such a big fight like this, just to give them an extra second. Listen, let's be honest, guys. That didn't change the outcome of the fight. The fight would have not went any differently. But we want things to be right, and I think that. You're right, Glenn. I, I mean, even after the round, her being looked at the replay, and then he gave a stern warning to Mas- Covington. What does a stern warning mean in the sport? Either take a point, you don't take a point. A warning, it doesn't mean much. You, you could kick like five times before you get a point taken. Like, you could poke a guy in the eyes five times. I, I don't think it was on purpose, but it clearly affected him. The fight should have been stopped for a second. M.A. Lockman, what's going on, man? He says, Colby only dropped the knees for first responders. It's funny. Uh, Maswell round two. Yeah, I mean, I thought he just won. I thought Covington won every round, obviously. Maswell's up worth $3 million a fight. Yeah, he got a big contract for the fight. I think that, uh, you know, I posted it. Uh, someone made a really good, I don't know who it was, but someone made a good comment saying, like, they probably gave him the new contract so he doesn't go to boxing. That's probably what it is, you know, Marcel? Because I think, mm-hmm. for what I read, it was actually less fights on this deal, but more money for those fights, and probably a clause not the box. That's just a guess. So, you know, I, I think that this guy financially is, is going to do fine. But, you know, from a co- competitive point of view, I mean, three straight fights now where he's gotten pretty much, you know, dominated. And by the way, the stats for this fight and the and the Usman fight are barely, basically identical, which is crazy. I'm going to read them for you guys. Uh, Usman landed 90 in the first fight. Usman and Covington both landed 94 significant strikes. In the first Masvidal-Usman uh, fight, he landed 66 significant strikes. In this fight, it's Covington 67. So basically the same. And Covington had six takedowns, 
and Usman at five. So almost identical fights, Marcel. Basically the same fight played out, which is exactly what I thought it would. And it happened. That's pretty crazy because the control time is almost the same. Usman had 60 minutes, 38 seconds. Colby had 60 minutes, 14 seconds. That's really crazy how identical these fights are, guys. Look at the stats. It's pretty nuts. Really crazy. But it's exactly what I thought would happen, Marcel. The blueprint's there to beat Maslow. You can take him down. You can grind him out. And the, the thing that is bothering you, I laughed, was after the fight, Maslow is doing the post-fight press conference for Marcel. They're like, what do you have to work on? He's like, well, I got to work on my wrestling. It's clearly like a part of my game that needs work. I'm like, what have you been doing on the last three years? You've been fighting Usman and Covington. Why have you not been working on it? I'm sorry, yeah. but if Maslow's wrestling's not good enough now, it won't be in two years. He's 37. Yeah. This was the last chance to go. <clears throat> Any other thoughts, Marcel? Anything else? I completely agree with you, man. Uh, I also want to go back to that Herb Dean thing. What What's that weird thing with fighters that they are are, are with, with the UFC? I'm going back to fighters in, in a second. With the UFC, that they think that Herb Dean is still that next level, amazing, great referee that he was 10 years ago. You know, it's the same thing with fighters who act like Joe Rogan is still the amazing commentator he was 10 years ago and this is not nothing to do with cancel culture i don't care what rogan says in his podcast and whatever that's cool with me you know you do what you do but i'm talking about just commentary you know i mean i don't get that you know it's a, just a sound they like you know and also they do some fans because if it comes to breaking down and it's just really not that great you know and with DC along, thank God they, were, they weren't together this time again. But along with DC, it's actually horrible, in my opinion, you know? So I don't know why people are so sentimental about no, no, nostalgia sometimes, which, you know, when I, for example, if I do this job I'm doing now in 10 years, I can do it good now, but I can suck in it in 10 years if, I don't, if I'm not committed to what I do, you know what I mean? So... That doesn't mean that if I was 10 years ago, I was good, and it means that 10 years later, I'm still good at it. You know what I mean? So for some reason, that there is no logical in that, and people don't want to don't want to discuss about it because it was amazing then, so it's still amazing now. It doesn't work that way, you know? Yeah, no doubt. Just looking at the comments, he can sure want a good parlor. Good for you, man. Hopefully, with the winning picks here on the podcast. All right, let's go to the next five Marcel Coming events. Um, Rafael Zanius defeats Hanada Mokano. Who did you pick in this? I can't remember who you picked last week. I picked Moicano. You picked Marcano, yeah. I, I had RDA, and you know what? Like, I thought it would be a more competitive fight than this. It was kind of one-sided, honestly. Um, I knew the short notice, obviously, was a big knock for Marcano. But, you know, I thought he'd be able to stop some of the takedowns, like, better than he did. Because like, to me, it was Raphael just, you know, putting on a grappling clinic again. Like, just reminded me of uh, when he beat Pettis. Reminded me very similar, just out-grappling mm -hmm. the guy, just, you know, doing what he has to do. Um, even against Felder, it was kind of a similar fight, too. Just kind of outgrappled him. I mean, the guy, I think we got to give Rafael Sanchez a lot of credit, guys. Like, he is such a great fighter. Um, I would say he's definitely a Hall of Famer one day, you know, Marcel. And I think he's one of those underrated fighters of all time. I, I really believe that. Um, because if you look at the longevity, this guy's been in the UFC since 2008, and he is still fighting at an elite level, still beating good opponents, still mm. making it look easy. He made this look really, really fucking easy. And again, it was short notice for McCann, but he just fought two weeks ago and looked amazing. So what's the excuse? I thought I think RDA is just such a great fighter, Marcel. I just think he's so underrated. I think people don't give enough uh, appreciation. And, you know, you talk about Maslow deserving like a Conor fight. I, I think Rafael Sanos, you know, if Conor, can, if they can do that fight again, he deserves that payday. I mean, this guy's been around the sport for so long. And I'm just really impressed by him, Marcel. You know, he hasn't fought in two years, comes out here, puts on a clinic like this. It was an absolute beating. He looked amazing, and I just got to give a lot of credit. So give me your thoughts on this one, man. 
three things. First one, go back to to the to the last fight. How the hell was that fight of the night? Colby against Masvidal because that wasn't fight of the How night. How was the fight of the night? They yeah. should give. I know. We'll talk about that in a second. They yeah. should have given no bonuses for the uh, yeah. performances. I know. So, I agree. That's one. Second one, the co-main event. Who puts Renato Moicano on such short notice in the five-rounder? I mean, this was probably yeah. the most unnecessary five-rounder I ever saw in the UFC. It was just stupid. You know, three rounds would have been enough, you know? Third, Mark Goddard, what the hell, dude? I mean, people were, like, uh, complimenting him what he did. He was saying to Moicano, uh, I will look what you do in 30 seconds, and if you don't respond, I stop the fight. Like, what the hell, dude? You know, if you think the fight should be stopped, you should stop in the fight. And I think he should have stopped the fight in the third round. And people will say Moicano did great in the last minute of the third round, <laughs> which he did. But that doesn't matter. You know, he already was had a beating for, like, 24 yeah. minutes. Yeah, you know? Yeah. So he took a lot of damage, unnecessary yeah. damage, you know? And the referee is there to, to prevent the fighter from taking too much unnecessary damage. So... I didn't like that he didn't stop the fight. That said, amazing performance by Dos Anjos, man. He dominated that fight. He was better in every uh, single part of that fight, besides the last minute. But he was he did amazing, man. I mean, what can you say? Dude is a legend. Should be in the Hall of Fame, I think. Yeah. And uh, yeah, only and also got to give credits to Moicano, man. Short notice, went uh, full five rounds against Dos Anjos. Never gave up. Uh, had an almost closed eye. I mean, got to give the guy credits, man, you know. Just, I just, I'm just, again, just blown away by Dos Anjos because I've been watching the sport for a long time. And this guy, it's just never a guy that I thought was that great at the beginning mm -hmm. of his career. I was like, eh, he's not bad. And then he just started winning and he just kept winning and he just kept on winning. Remember, it so was just really impressive. Sorry, go ahead. He was almost at the title shot when he fought Ortega and he was winning that fight into the third round. And then he gave a snack and Ortega grabbed the guillotine, remember? And you were talking uh, about Mocano, yeah. Yeah, Mocano, yeah. yeah. And, yeah. and he, was, he was winning that fight, man, you know? And uh, yeah, he, he, was. he went he for was, a sloppy takedown. He's got that yeah. win over Cater. He's, he's a good fighter, man, but yeah. just the levels, right? You have an unranked yeah. guy. He's good. But you have the number six guy, and there's a reason he's number six in the world. And he proved it with this fight. Let's get some comments, guys. RDA is definitely a Hall of Famer. I think no doubt about it. Had RDA to beat Mocano. Yeah, that was, he made it look easy for sure. 18 months of rest for RDA. Yeah, you know what? Maybe he needed that break, right? Because he's an older guy. He needs a break. Uh, eight local. Yeah, I know you were talking about that. We'll talk about that fight in a few minutes, man. Um, yeah, I, no, I, I liked RDA here. Um, there's some other comments. We've got Litchell here. What's going on? The doctor didn't have the ball stop the fights. So us on the doctor, not the ref. I kind of agree with that too, you know? Like the ref and the doctors are such wimps in the sport sometimes. Like you just have to make a decision. Like they can't just go to the other guy and be like, what are we going to do? You know what I mean? Like make a fucking call. That's your job. The fight should have been stopped, honestly, due to damn excessive damage. It really yeah. should have been stopped. But. He, but he should have been stopped in that third round by yeah. TKO, man. I, I don't know what was God waiting for. And then yeah. going to be like, oh, can you see? Uh, is it okay with you? <laughs> no, dude, you should have made a decision there, man. And don't. And then he's going to ask the coach. The, the team wasn't going to throw in the towel. You yeah. know, they were like, he, he can still win this. You know, but I mean, I don't understand it sometimes, man. But whatever. Yeah. And then uh, A Logan still, we're talking about Bryce's fight. I don't agree with that being uh, a loss. Um, Joe was talking about, uh, hey, Joe, what's going on, man? He's just saying what's up. And then Doug's talking about the doctor uh, coming twice, say he was good. He did come in and say he was good, but I mean, like, uh, I failed to see how you can look at that guy 
and say like, oh, he's good to go. The, like the doctor, the doctor's only looking at the eye pretty much. He was like, can you follow it? And you yeah, saw one finger, right? He was like, he was like, following it. So that was the only thing he did. Yeah, so, it is what but, it is. I mean, listen, like it's MMA. They don't want to stop fights because they want guys to have a chance. Because in MMA, you have so many different ways to win, right? But in a fight like listen, this, Marcel, like you said, with that extra ten minutes that was unnecessary, it was just yeah, you know, stopped it. Yeah, you know, Adam, as it is a cut, but. Uh, uh, at, over the eye on the side and the fight is competitive you know, know. and you go into a third round i understand you don't want to stop it you know yeah. but when a fight is pretty much four zero yeah. or three zero and there's absolutely no way probably that moicano is coming back in that fight yeah yeah what, what the hell you know and and for let's let's keep it at the start should have never been five rounds from the beginning so yeah but i said enough about it i agree um Fadiel Mark, no Goddard, no, not so Goddard, <laughs> gave McCann every chance to stop Colby Usman ASAP. I was at that first fight. You know, that it was a it was a long fight, it was a grueling fight, but that stoppage in the first Colby Usman fight was not a good stoppage, in my opinion. Mm. You know, I don't know what you thought, Marcel, but I thought it was really, you know. I thought you could do it, but I wouldn't have done it. Definitely not with the title. You you gotta take it. With thirty right, seconds this, left, this, too, right? Yeah, like, and this was with a title on the line, man. Yeah. And it was a competitive fight, you know. Because yeah. I had a two, the two, two, two going into, into the, the fifth, fifth and, and won the fifth, right? And yeah. Other, yeah, and other judges had three one and one three. But the thing is, yeah. Usman would have won anyways. I probably a ten eight in the fifth round. He so, would have yeah. won a split decision because of the knockdown, like you said, ten yeah. eight too. He would have won for sure. Doctor looked like he was, the only fist fight he had was with the frog before. Doesn't that fight some damage? I agree. RDA Poirier, I don't know. I'm not sure. I mean, I don't know what's going to happen with Poirier. You know, Colby wants it, but I don't think he wants Colby. <laughs> Doctor's asking McCain, you feel okay? It's if you're okay, you could risk death, okay? That's funny. You guys are hilarious. All right, let's go to the next fight. Bryce Mitchell, Edson Barboza. Edson Barboza. I mean, like I said, guys, like I was kind of like on the fence about this, but went with Mitchell just because like, he's such a special grappler and he showed it again, Marcel. Like he made this look easy. He really made it look easy. Um, not only did he, but here's the thing, not only did he really uh, 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 grapple him, Marcel, he dropped him in the first round. So, Bryce Mitchell dropping someone. That's the first knockdown he has in the UFC. Uh, guys, Edson Barbosa is on a huge decline. I'm going to say that right now because if you look at how many knockdowns he's suffered lately, it's quite a few, Marcel. Last three fights, three knockdowns. Last two fights, three knockdowns suffered. Bryce Mitchell knocking him down. I love Barbosa, man. All these wars have taken a toll on this guy, I think, Marcel. And I'm a little bit worried about him going forward. But let's talk about this fight first. Mitchell just looked good again with the grappling. I mean, he did what he had to do. Um, the guy's... You know, regardless of what you think about him, and I'll be honest with you, like I actually like him a lot more now after some of the stuff he was saying. I feel like this guy's really um, misunderstood. I really think he's misunderstood, guys, because his post-fight interview, uh, the one with the media, how could you not like this guy? Like, if you listen to what he said, and I'm not talking about what he was saying on Ariel's show last week, where they're not even going to like put his interview out because they he said stuff that they don't agree with, which I don't agree with. That's censoring someone. What, this guy was saying stuff like how he wants to inspire kids and how he, give, he was going to give half his purse to charity before Dana White said, no, 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 we'll pay the 45000 charity. You can keep your money. This is not a bad guy, I don't think, guys. You know, I think he's very misunderstood. And I, remember, I don't watch Ariel's show, so I just heard what people were saying about him in all these like comments, and I saw some of them, and I didn't agree. But I just got a different view from what I've seen on people saying on Twitter in the interviews than what I saw. I see a guy that is a really interesting guy, and I see a guy that's really young and really talented. So I'm not a Bryce Mitchell hater. I think this guy's very good. And, you know, if this guy continues to be a cheap favorite and win like this, my God. I mean, this this I mean, this fight was a blowout. Anyways, give me your thoughts on the fight, Marcel. I mean, people cry about everything, you know. But the thing is, uh, when I was um... – 
I think it's a generation thing, I think, always, man. You know, uh, I've just been raised like if you don't agree with somebody, you're either going to discuss it with somebody or you let it go, you know. But no, these people are like, we should cancel this person because we don't like it. And now we're going to get you. It's just just a generation thing. And the, I mean, the younger generation. Sorry, I said you kind of suck, you know. But um, uh, the thing is, Bryce Mitchell, I don't mind what he said. You know, it's his opinion. You know, I don't have to agree with it. But I think everybody should can have an opinion. Um, great fight. What can you say, man? I think this is uh, probably, for many people, the eye-opener for Bryce Mitchell, you know. Um he dominated that fight. He knocked him down the first round, and he pretty much dominated the whole fight. Um, I was really impressed with how he did it. Um, the only thing that bothers me is that he still has a loss on his record in the UFC that shouldn't be there. You know, yeah. it just it just looks stupid. So um, yeah, um, yeah. I'm looking forward to what's next for Mitchell. He's great. You know, he's really good. I mean, there's no doubt. I'm glad I picked him in this one. I was really on the fence about this fight, but ultimately, I just. I looked at that third round, the Amber Carney, Amber Carney fight, where he took him down three times, and I'm like, all right, if he, this guy could do it with, like, horrible gas tank, Bryce Mitchell with amazing gas tank should be able to do it, and he did. So, great performance by him. And for what's his next fight, I mean, I mean I'm not going to lie, Marcel, I really want to see him fight Ortega. I'm not going to lie. I think that fight would be fucking sick, guys, on the ground. What do you think? Man, I honestly th think we, shall, we still should do the Dan Ige fight if Dan Ige can get through loves our everywhere but if that doesn't happen oh. yeah man I, I really like your thoughts with brian ortega i think it's a fun fight and, it's uh, like seeing two guys that are elite grappling and very yeah, yeah. Uh, creative too on the ground right like anyways let's get some comments uh thug, thug nasty was nasty sure was barbosa knockdown was like the one against gate you kind of was yeah bryce mitchell good grappling evlov by decision oh he's saying if you fought evlov yeah evlov's really good too i mean that'd be an interesting fight i think uh, I still thought Barroso would give him a competitive fight. No, man. I mean, I, th I thought it'd be closer too, but he just got washed. Barroso should go back to 155, push his body too far. I Probably, probably, Glenn, because I know he beat um, a couple guys, you know, and he should have had the win over Ige, let's be fair. But since that fight over um, Burgos, that war last year, Burgos' brain got like rattled and, and got knocked out. Barboza's looked really bad in the last two fights, guys. Like he got destroyed by Giga, and now he gets washed by Mitchell. So he got destroyed in the feet and on the ground in both fights. Really, it's just so crazy. I love Barboza, but he's definitely on the decline. Um, Mitchell versus Cater, uh, you could do that fight, man. That'd be an interesting fight because Cater has really good takedown defense, right? And he's kind of like in his prime right now. Looked amazing his last fight. Be a good fight. I'd watch that fight. Um, Mitchell surprised me. Him and Evlov would be a good fight. Sure would be. Timing of Sadiq, Yusuf, and Caceres. Yeah, that's this weekend as well. So they could do that fight as well. Um, let me read this. Hey, what's going on, Marcus? He says, I got back to Atlanta from LA, uh, Vegas, and UFC 272 was awesome. I cashed out good, except for the one ticket I had on Edson and Parley and Bryce Star Edson strikes. I knew he lost. You should have listened to me, uh, Marcus, and not listened to Marcel. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm just messing with you, Marcel. That was a, that was a fight. It really was tough. Uh, all right, let's go to the next one here. Um, Kevin Holland and Alex Oliveira. All right, well, I mean, interesting fight, right? <laughs> like, gotta be honest, with you got Alex in the chat. What's going on, man? Um, I gotta be honest with you, Marcel. I mean, I, I mean, all of us picked Holland, right? Dude, that first round did not look good for him. I'm not gonna lie. Like, Cowboy looked good, and of course, Anita picked Cowboy, right? You remember last week she picked uh, Cachoeira and uh, Wally Determined? She's like rubbing it in, saying, "All the I picked all the Brazilian guys. You suck." Uh, and I'm like, ah. So this week she was all over Cowboy Oliveira. She's like, yeah, he's, he's a funny guy. He's going to win, right? I'm like, no, he's not. He sucks. The guy's winning, and she's like, told you. You should have listened to me. And I'm like, oh, man. 
And then Sakura, bang, Holland lands a short punch and knocks her out. I'm like, see? I told you Cowboy sucks now. Cowboy used to be good, but honestly, Marcel, four straight losses. I think he's going to be released. I think that's it. He's He is two and seven in his last nine fights. I mean, he's just not good enough. You know, I know Holland won, but <laughs> I still have question marks about the guy, Marcel. Honestly, like, he got taken down again. Like, and I'm just not... I'm not happy about it because I thought he'd be the one taking Holland down or maybe, you know, getting on top of him, but it was the same thing once again, getting taken down. Now, he did get the knockout and won the fight, but I'm still – I I was a little disappointed, man. I got to be honest. I don't know. What do you think? And they got a bonus too. Like, I think there's other guys that like – like a Turner who had an amazing performance, like – or or Spivak, I mean, look, he could have got a bonus instead of a guy who lost for five minutes. I love Kevin Holland. Don't get me wrong. He's a fun guy. He's a great fighter, but – there's still holes in this game with the grappling, and I think we saw it again in this fight. And I'm just not sure. I, I'm just not so sure, Marcel, when a guy loses the first round and it comes back or loses the first two rounds and comes back and wins. Is that a, a better performance than someone who dominated the fight from belt to belt? I'm not sure. Give me your thoughts, man. UFC almost tends to do that, man. When you lose or you're on the on on the losing side and then you turn it around, you get a bonus. And Holland be like in the choke um so yeah um i mean yeah i tweet I, I tweeted out as well man first round amazing round for Oliveira, man i think he looked really good in that round and for holland i was like damn dude um gotta turn it around and he did early in the second round so um yeah what but i'm with you man i'm also not convinced you know it, it wasn't a convincing performance it was a convincing finish it yeah. wasn't a convincing performance so where goes holland from here i don't know man I think many people want to see him against a ranked guy. I don't want to see him against a ranked guy yet. I think uh, Oliveira on a four-fight losing streak doesn't should should yeah. shouldn't give you a ranked guy. But um, yeah, I think there are, there are a lot of options, man, in welterweight division. You know, you have uh, you have also much fun op options outside of the top fifteen. You know, you have now Randy Brown taking on Chaos Williams. Winner of that fight would be great. Um, you got uh, Trinaldo against. Um, against Roberts, that fight would be great. The winner yeah. is Zaleski. I think Zaleski's matched up right now, but that would be a fun fight. So there are a lot of fighters yeah. who are not in the top 15 who yeah. would have been an amazing matchups in the future for Kevin Holland, I think. I just don't think he deserves a top 15 guy yet because I'm looking at the Same. rankings, and I'll give you an example. There's a guy like Daniel Rodriguez. He just mentioned him. Yeah. He's not even in the rankings, guys, and he's a fucking great fighter. How is he not in the rankings? Yeah, get, give him Daniel what, Rodriguez. What about, what about Muslim Salikov? He's not in the yeah. rankings. He's a great striker and he would probably be kevin holland on the feet i don't know i mean that'd be a good fight those fights are both good you know but i don't think mm -hmm. he deserves a ranked guy yet because if those guys don't have ranked guys and they've been in division longer winning more fights now i understand kevin's got a big name and he's got you know hype behind him and everything but just saying like i think there's some guys like d-rod that deserve it a little bit more you know just in my opinion um his post-fight interview is legit it seems to matured a little bit of taking it uh taking his career to new approach i'm glad to see it i mean he's a good fighter man Obviously, moving if the opening for his opponent to take him down. True. All does use his reach for for uh, shit. Throws zero jabs. He used to change a lot. It definitely is a crime. I mean, the guy, how's the guy that ranked? That's crazy. But, you know, the top 15 stacked as hell. Like, you know, you have a guy like Shavkat's 15th, you know? So I'm looking at the top 15. There's no one in there that shouldn't be in there. Like, everyone deserves to be in there. You know, Marcel? Like, it's just such a good division. You know, if you look at that welterweight ranking, man, I mean, uh, champion Usman wrestler Colby wrestler yeah. Bilal Muhammad wrestler wrestling. Um, you can go uh, Sean Brady wrestling Michael Chiesa wrestling <laughs> so Kamsat <Cam's> <laughs> wrestling Gilbert Burns Brazilian Jiu Jitsu. Uh, so 
he he will get a lot of tough opponents if he gets to the top 15, man. And all guys are really good on the ground. So. Dude, all, like, I, I love Kevin. He's a great yeah, guy. He's he hilarious. But the 15th guy is Shavkat Rachmanov. Who would you guys pick right now? I would pick Shavkat all day. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Like, I don't, although I do think it's a good move for Kevin. I don't know if the path gets any easier. No, I think it's harder. <laughs> I think it's, I think so too. You're right. I actually yeah. think the I think it's harder. In that yeah. ten to fifteen is a lot harder than. Yeah. I'm looking at middleweight. Like you have a guy like Chris Weidman in that ten to fifteen. Doesn't even he might never fight again. You know. So, yeah. I mean, it's the right move to go to this weight class. But will he have more success than uh, middleweight? I don't know, Actually, guys. Yeah. Honestly, yeah. I'm not sure. Um. Anyways, let's go to the next fight. Uh. Sergey Spivak defeats Greg Hardy. I mean, pretty easy, Marcel. I called it plus 300 for that knockout prop. I hope some of you guys listened to me last week because as soon as this fight got taken to the ground, it would be over. And that's exactly what happened, Marcel. First round TKO for Spivak. Greg Hardy, three straight TKO losses now. And, you know, Marcel, I, I, you know, he, he has no wins over anyone in the roster at, at this point anymore either. I know he's got a big game, but I think that's it for Greg Hardy. I think they're going to cut him. What do you think, man? Yeah, man. Uh, Spivak looks kind of like Voldemort now with the bald head. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, what can you say, man? He did what he had to do. He finished him in the first round, made yeah. it look easy pretty much. Yeah. That the hip toss was beautiful, I think. Yep. That shoulder throw. Um, and he finished him. I th- like I said last time, man, Greg Hardy isn't UFC material in my opinion. And no. the UFC just... I, I'm, I don't know if they're done with the experiment, Greg Hardy. You know, we'll see. But there uh, was his last fight on the contract, like uh, Cole mentioned last time. Um, let, let me yeah. ask you a question. Yeah. What about if you don't cut him, Greg Hardy versus your favorite heavyweight of all time, George's Daniel? He knocks out Daniel. There you go. See, so there is a guy in the roster you can still beat. Yeah. That's the problem here, right? So do you give him another one or what? No, I don't think you should. <laughs> I, th- I, I mean, if you, he is not gonna, he, he doesn't get paid contender series money. You know what I mean? He does. He's not yeah. on the ten plus ten or twelve no. plus twelve for a contract. So why should you pay him that? You know what? what he's not. I don't think he's worth what they pay him. You know what I mean? So they right. can get other more talented fighters on that one. And to be really honest, man, do do really a lot of people tune in because of Greg Hardy? I'm really curious you know about what? that, man. I, I don't know either, but I'm I'm looking at the roster right now, guys. And as bad as Greg Hardy is, he's not good. Harry Hunsucker is also not good. He could probably no. knock him out, you know. Yeah. Um, Alan Badeau is not very good. He could Greg Hardy might be able to knock him out. And Philippe Linz is also is not very good. He could also get knocked out. So he Greg's probably one of the worst guys in the roster, but he might not be the worst right now. There actually might be a few guys that are worse guys. I agree with that. So oh yeah, he's saying Jared Vendera, he's lost a couple straight fights. So maybe him. Do it. Uh, Justin Toffa is low low rank guy. Someone said Parker Porter, but I think Porter's a Higher ranked guy at this point, you know. Yeah. Josh Parisian is not very good either. There's some guys, Marcel, that he could be at the bottom of the roster, but again, does he deserve to be in the roster? Not really, you know, just in general. So, um, yeah. But I mean, they could also do something like as crazy as it sounds. If they still believe in him, they could do something like Walt Harris against Greg Hardy, you know, um, because if they still like him, you know, that's a guaranteed knockout in that fight. So I'm not really sure what they're going to do for him, but I mean, to me, guys. There's a few guys he can beat, like a Harry Hunt sucker, but other than that, man, I think he loses almost everyone because he has no grappling. Marcus says Greg Hardy, Derek Lewis. Is it really the fight to make? Is it really, Marcus? Um, not to criticize you because I think you're a great guy, Marcus, but a guy in a three-fight loses because he's unranked against, like, what, the top number five guy in the world? I don't think that makes sense. I think Marcus is, is a little bit yeah, 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 He just wants to see him get destroyed. Yeah, by exactly. Black that might be it. 
Because I know he was talking shit about the the wife beating thing or whatever earlier. So maybe that's what you meant, Marcus. But as far as like an actual matchup, it doesn't make sense. I don't think. Party prep for Olenek, not speed like he was robbed. That's hilarious. Olen, what you think we get a doctor Olenek though? That would have been possible, you know. But yeah. I think Olenek would have get, get him to the ground as soon as possible. But the thing is, in that exchange to get him to the ground, he he can get he can get touched, you know, and might yeah. be knocked out. So, yeah, I don't know, but uh, yeah. Sakai, man, he didn't deserve it either, you know, because Sakai's ranked 12th. He didn't, Greg Hardy should not be fighting a ranked guy, guys. Like, he should fight. And Spivak wasn't ranked either. So, why is he getting a ranked guy off of a destruction loss? I know what you guys are saying, Getty. I'm not trying to criticize the suggestions at all, but I'm, we're just trying to figure out what's best for Greg Hardy at this point. And, like I said, I think you give him a guy like Danho, you give him a guy like Hunsucker or Vandera, someone who's like at the bottom of the roster. And if he can't beat that guy, he should not be in the in the, in the big leagues. And that, right now, I don't think he should be there anyways. You know, Marcel, because I just think he's not very good at all. You know, I, I really don't. It's true, Spivak did beat Ty. It's true. I bet we're beating him in that fight, betting on him in that fight, Spivak. But it was three years ago, right? Ty has improved that. I wouldn't mind a rematch at some point in that fight. Not anytime soon, but. All right, let's go to the prelims here, Marcel. Um, I wasn't right about this fight. <laughs> this was one I was wrong about. I, I figured it'd be 50-50, but it was pretty much a beating. Like, Jalen Turner looked amazing against Jamie Malarkey. Malarkey is tough again. Showed the toughness, but just not tough enough and gets uh, taken out here in the second round. So um, Turner gets the job done here, Marcel, on three straight wins now by stoppage. Sorry, four straight wins by stoppage. I mean, this guy, he probably deserves a ranked opponent at 155. He looked amazing. What do you think, man? I think he looked really good, man, besides the oh. getting uh, taken down in yeah. the last, uh, last uh, minute yeah. of the first round. But Besides that, he was good, you know, and he finished it pretty quick in the second round. So I thought it was a really good performance by uh, Jalen Turner, the man with 200 Tarantulas. Um, yeah, a good, a good win. I think Malarkey has looked decent in all of his fights and even good in all of his fights besides this one. So, uh, yeah, props to Turner, in my opinion. Yeah, no, I, think, I thought he looked great. Um, yeah. All three judges gave him the first round, which they should have, because I know that, you know, Malarkey got that takedown. How could you rank Turner? Yeah, it wasn't my best bet. I mean, I've been doing really well lately. So I also, I, I not my, also not my best with, pick though. I'll get, I also I'll get went with Malarkey, so yeah. I mean, I know. mean, I thought the durability win, honestly, because yeah. he's such a tough guy, but it's just not tough enough. I mean, when you're getting, you're eating those precise long strikes, it's mm -hmm. not going to last long. So, I, I got to be honest though. At the end of the first round, I thought he had a chance for himself. I'm like, damn, he's got a chance to grind him out in the second, third round. And nope. So that was not a great pick by me, but. Honestly, my, my picks and bets have been really good lately, so it's okay. You know, I'll let that one go. It wasn't my best one. Hardy's puzzle is easy solved. I agree completely. You can just take it down and beat him up. Lightweight division is great. It's so good. The dark, you're talking with the, he said the black horse, uh, dark horse. Turner could be. I mean, he's definitely good. All right, let's go to the next fight here. Marina Rodriguez defeats Yan Jernan. Still decision. All right, so I thought this fight would be a lot easier for Marina than it was. Um, I got to be honest with you, Marcel. I thought Jan won the first two rounds. So I thought she won the fight 29-28. I mean, the second round was super close. I think it could go either way probably. But I actually thought Jan won the second round. I think that Maria got it because of the last like flurry in the last minute and the judges went her way. But I thought Jan edged it out, guys. So got lucky with this pick because I think that the, the wrong fighter might have got the decision here. And I'm a huge fan of both uh, from uh, Marina, but I just don't know if she won this fight. Anyways, give me your thoughts on the decision. Who do you think won the fight? What do you think, Ben? I think it was a super close fight, to be really honest, man. First round, clear Jan run. Third round, Rodriguez run. Second round, kind of 50-50 on it, man. I, I wasn't really I wasn't really sure, you know. So, for me, it was like either way, I'm cool with it, you yeah. know. And uh, 
I think the UFC is happy that Rodriguez won, you know, because they have more options now at the top. And I really have the feeling they're going to they, they let her leap for a Carla Esparza yeah. to fight Rose Namajunas for some reason. I get that feeling and, too. I but, really do. But the stupid thing then is you should put this fight on the main card. You know what I mean? If you want to have more eyes on it or at least give it that higher ask, how do you say that uh, placement on the card to make it more important? You know what I mean? Um, yeah, we'll see what they're going to do, man. For Jan Chernan, it sucks, you know. She has two losses in a row against two top contenders, you know. But, um, yeah, I, I feel like the UFC is going to do Marina Rodriguez against Rose Namajunas, which I, listen, man, I like Marina Rodriguez, but Carla Esparza should obviously be next. So, yeah. Yeah, so, like I said, I'm a huge fan of Marina, but, you know, I think it was a bit of a letdown performance, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, it's coming off such a couple of good fights and, you know, takes this fight. Uh, let me get these comments, guys. Even though I hadn't Rodriguez in my last parlay, my three-fight parlay, yeah, I felt so too, Marcus. We're just being honest, right? Like, it was super close, but I thought Jan did enough to win. I really did. So, Jan won the fight, I think so. I thought Jan won. Yeah, Rodriguez's full work letter down. I just think Jan was really fast, man. A lot faster than I thought. Um, yeah, I'm looking at the stats right now. 36% of strikes landed for Marina, 42% for Jan. So, Jan was slightly more, uh, I guess, precise with his strikes, but... You know that okay. Let's be honest, guys. The second round was close. I'm just looking at the stats. I mean, 14 to 14 in strikes. So like, and Jan had to take down. But you know, if it's 14 to 14, like the judges can go either way. You know, mm-hmm. at that point. So the the value side was Jan, but she missed on, on, on the winning bet. Yeah, it wasn't bet, uh, Marina's best performance. She's, I think she's still really good though. All right, let's talk about this fight. Can't wait to hear your thoughts on this fight. So. Fuck yes, got the bet right with Nikolai Negamirianu. I was super happy about that, Marcel. I was like, fuck yes, let's go, let's go, baby. But I scored it a draw. <laughs> so I was I was shocked that two judges had the first two rounds for Nikolai, but super happy, guys. I cast this one. But I do think it was Nikolai, Kennedy, Kennedy. And then t- you take the point deduction. So I think it was a draw. I had it 28-28. Two judges had 29-27, though. So again, I'll take it, man. I'll take it, Marcel, but. How did you score? Because I had a, I had a draw. That's what I had. Yeah, I had a draw too, as well. You know, with that point deduction and uh, yeah. super weird. You know, uh, also it took like six, seven minutes before we had the decision. Yeah, you I know. know. Uh, I know. Uh, I was like, because I watched the fight, and like I said, I was busy backstage stuff. I watched the fight. And I was like, come on with the decision. I had the stuff to do. So after two minutes, I just walked away. I said to the guy in, uh, in front of me, I was like, just let me know what the decision went because I have to do stuff. And then I, went, I came back. I say, and what was the decision? Yeah, they still haven't announced it. It's like, what the hell, man? I've just been four <laughs> minutes. I've been away, and they still haven't announced it. So, yeah, super weird. One one judge scored a 30-27 for uh, Nzachuku, and it was 29-27 Nzachuku. And one judge gave that 30-20. Now well, two judges two, had it, two, too. Yeah, two judges had it. 29-27 for... I don't know. I don't know. It was, okay, so we had 29-27 times two for Negri Mariano, one twenty nine twenty seven for Kennedy. So really it was 29-28 across the board, but with the point yeah. deduction, that's why it looks like that. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, just super weird, man. <laughs> just <laughs> it was it weird. was really it was honestly a really weird fight. And I honestly had no idea what the judges would say about this one. Mm-hmm. I'm obviously happy. I got that winning pick. I'll take it. Um, but I thought it was a draw. I'm just being honest with you guys. You know, I think it was the right score was 28-28. So I will take this 29-27 and I will I will walk away with it, Marcel, because wasn't wasn't it was Kennedy close. wasn't but, Kennedy minus 
1500 I don't going I think it was the other way around, around yeah. I thought I don't yeah. know I saw that on the screen at one point but I will say this I will say this you know in a fight like this right yeah the referee or the judges they're not supposed to take points on the ref, unless the ref does they're not supposed yeah. to take a point but I think psychologically Marcel when they see a guy cheating and constantly doing the eye poke and the other guy's still doing well in the fight they might be like you know what how could we even give this round to this guy when he's cheating like this and we'll go to the other guy? And I'm not saying it should be scored like that at all. I'm not saying that at all. But I do feel like we see that sometimes. It's almost like with the judges win, first round, one guy wins, second round's close, you give it to the other guy to even up. It's not the way it should be done, but it happens. That's the thing, yeah. They, you know? they are like, oh, so he made a mistake. So they maybe tend to give it more to the guy who was on the receiving end of the fall, you know? Yeah. But they shouldn't, you know. You should score the round. But I understand that the finger poke of the eye poke can the finger poke, yeah. the eye poke can influence the outcome of that round. But still, yeah, yeah I understand what you mean. But it's, anyways, <laughs> so I, you know what? I'm just glad Kenny didn't win the fight because he didn't deserve to win the fight. It should have been either a draw or at worst, Nick. Um, I, I just 29, 20, or sorry, 30, 27. Kennedy minus. Like, how did you give every round to Kennedy? You just weren't paying attention. I think it was Sal Diamato, right? Wasn't it? I think it was. I don't know. Um, I'm going to take check. a look right now. I'm going to pull Sal it up right now. Sal Di Amorado. <laughs> Sal Di Amato, Fucking idiot. Once again. I mean, you can't give all three rounds to Kennedy, guys. Sorry. The first round was clearly Nikolai's. It's the second round. It was a swing round. You know, Marcel, I really think that was the second round. So, anyways. Um, is it actually illegal to hold their fingers out? They, I know they the rule was changed a few years ago. Like, they, I don't know if they can take a point, but they can warn yeah. you for sure. This, Remember, they changed the this rules. is super annoying, you know, yeah. to fight against. But the thing is, they should do something. Do, did you ever wear a UFC glove? Yeah, of course. Yeah. So if you did this, you have to really put pressure yeah. on your fist to keep it like this. Because if you don't do it, you get this. Yeah. You know, that's how, how stiff that material is over here. They should do something. This this they part old, should like, be... I think much side with the the circular gloves, you get like yeah. down a little yeah. bit. Later. Yeah, but just this part is super yeah. stiff. You know what I mean? So you really have to put pressure on it. They have to, uh, how do you say that? To loosen that a little bit up. So then it's much easier to do this. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah and I yeah. mean, I don't understand that su such a big company doesn't invest in that kind of stuff. But yeah, whatever. Oh wait, someone was asking. I missed this question about Marina's chances against the top. I mean, I think she still matches up decently well because yeah. she's a good. She's a good striker, but. I, I was disappointed by her performance. I don't know if it was just a letdown fight, one fight. She still won, but I just wasn't that impressed by it. I was impressed by this girl. Marina Moreau shut me up. I mean, two years away, Marcel, <laughs> I thought she was going to get knocked out in this fight, honestly. And Maria Agapova once again gets submitted. I mean, the ground game is just not great for her when she's on the bottom. Um, sorry, no, I shouldn't say once again submitted. First submission loss, the second stoppage loss. Uh, but yeah, Marina looked amazing, Marcel. I mean, considering everything that she's going through right now, like, this is such an amazing performance. It really is. She looked incredible in this fight. She was completely overlooked by me in this fight. I was super impressed. Give me your thought. She absolutely deserved that 50000 I think she should get 100000 honestly. This was the 2.0 version of Maria Agapova versus Tracy Cortez in the Contender yeah. Series, you know? Yeah. Again, she couldn't stop a takedown. She couldn't get out of position. Only Cortez didn't finish her, and she went to decision with her. But uh, Moros, she finished her, and she looked really good. You know, I got to give her credit as well. I also overlooked her. I told you in the last preview that if she could take her down and wrestle her, that she was probably going to win. But I expected Agapova to be much more aggressive yep. and to finish the fight. She didn't do that. A great win for Mor Moros, man. And again, Moros shows that when she's on, she can win fights, you know? And um, 
yeah, let's hope that she doesn't pull out as much as she has in the past, you know, because she can make a make a good run, I think, if she fights like this against many guys, girls, many guys, many girls. Yeah, no, I agree. I agree. I thought she looked phenomenal. Um, absolutely deserved the the bonus. Mm-hmm. Nice pick with Burroughs. I don't know if Agapo is overrated, but she's just very like up and down. She's super consistent. <laughs> like there's fights where she looks like her last fight against Maslow, she looked amazing. And then she looked terrible in this fight. Mm-hmm. She is lost, Joe. When she gets on her back, she's lost. Burroughs and Spiarpi hard to beat. Hard can make up for massive skill differences. That's true. I agree with that. Um, go to the next fight. Umar Nurmagomedov may have defeats Brian Kelleher by submission. You know, we said that was probably what's gonna happen. So this fight didn't go any different than I thought it would. Any thoughts on this one? I mean, Umar's really good, obviously. So any thoughts? Yeah, good win, man. I mean, yeah, I expected this as well. No disrespect to Kelleher, but yeah. uh, I think Umar has a great future. Also, and we didn't mention it, but uh, his cousin Khabib got inducted to the Hall of Fame. So happy for Khabib. Um, man. It's kind of surprising a guy that's that young is getting inducted. I got to be honest, because there's so many guys that are older veterans that probably should have went in before him, you know, but he deserves it. Anyway, give me your thoughts, because I'd like to hear your thoughts. I loved it, man. I, 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 you saw my tweet. I think all you also you liked it or retweeted it. I, I loved it, you know, and people were like, bad uh, timing because of the Russia-Ukraine thing. I was like, guys, so they want to do that Hall of Fame induction in July, you know, and this war what's going on is still can be going on in July. So when That's is true. a good so when is a good time to do it, you know? And Khabib has nothing to do with that war right now. You know what I mean? He, I know he's Russian, but many Russians has not to have nothing to do with what's happening right now. So um I was happy to see it. You know, I think it is an amazing induction in the UFC Hall of Fame. Uh, in my opinion, the best lightweight in the US fought in the UFC, in my, it's my opinion. So, guys, don't attack me if you don't agree. But uh, I think he's the best lightweight that fought in the UFC. He's the lightweight goat, in my opinion. So, I was really happy with that. And uh, I think he deserves it. You saw he, he dominated this way in the UFC. Um, this, I mean, he pretty much sealed the deal, man, with his title fights against McGregor, Poirier, and Gaethje, man. He finished all three guys uh, really high level. Um, yeah. I think, what can you say else? I think a much much deserved one. And uh, I'm looking forward to who else they're going to induct in the UFC Hall of Fame. I hope they put on the, in the legend as well. I mean, the legend, like a pioneer guy. I would love that. And I I think it should be Frank Shamrock, but uh, that will probably not happen. Maybe Jens Pulver. We'll yeah, see. Frank should be in it, obviously. And Jens should too. I mean, those are guys that should be in it. All right, let's get some comments here. Morose and Gatto. Sure, that'd be a good fight. I'd like to see that fight. I like Gatto a lot, man. She's really good. Uh, Agapov looks like he's going to pass all his belt was red. I didn't see that. I didn't know it was a win. Uh, Mar was really impressive. He's great. What's up, Noah? What's up, guys? Glad to see you guys on this Monday evening. Hope all is well with you. Yeah, you too, man. Hope all is well with you, buddy. Khabib uh, isn't going anywhere. Bad decision to do it now for me. Loads of others deserve it. Yeah, I know. I- I'm going to say it's a bad decision because he deserves it. He's one of the greatest fighters of all time. But there are guys that, you know, Marcel, let's be honest. There's some pioneers of the sport. and. Um, <laughs> Legends that should have been. Yeah. They do always a pioneer wing, a modern era wing, yes, uh, a, a fight, and and a contributor. You're I right. You're so, right. I keep forgetting yeah. that that they break it up. So they have the modern ring, and that's who they're putting in. So maybe they'll put. I'm not sure who's going to be the pioneer this year, but someone will probably go in. And you're right, mm-hmm. Marcel. And then you do like a. I'm still not sure about inducting the fight itself into the Hall of Fame. You know. What I mean? Yeah, and that's because also something stupid. I'm still not sure about that. You know, and the other thing is, I I feel like, and this is not this is not a dig at, at Frank because I like Frank. Frank Trigg works for the website, right? He calls himself yeah. a Hall of Famer because this fight with Matt Hughes is in the Hall of Fame. I think he technically is right, but, I mean, I don't consider him a Hall of Famer. You know what I mean, Marcel? Like, so it's one of those things, right? Anyway, let's go to the next uh, couple of fights here, guys, the prelims. 
What's your thoughts on this one? Tim Elliott defeats Tajir Ulanbakov. Another close fight. I got to be honest. I thought that Ulanbakov won the second and third round, so I thought he won the fight. But that second round was close. Obviously, what would you think? Ulanbakov is always an unnecessary, stupid fight. That's his problem. You know, yep. he is in fights he should win yep. if he fights normal, but he's always in fights that he barely wins. You know, and now he was on the bad side of a scorecard. I think of a bad scorecard because I think he won two rounds, but again. He was in a fight that he made it look difficult. You know what I mean? And Elliot uh, did well uh, what he had to do, and Elliot put on the damage as well. So I, I yeah. didn't have a bad. I didn't felt bad about it actually because I was like, this was coming to Alan Baker. I told you last week as well and you as well that the line was weird because Elliot can put on a good fight you know he yeah. has, has a great record in the UFC but he can put on a good fight you know and Ulan Bekov does always just enough to get by you know that's his problem he does enough yeah. to get by and in his last fight against Nashimanto he could have lost that fight as well, you know, but he did just enough to get by. And this time it it got to him. He didn't do it. He did actually, he did enough to get by, but he didn't get the decision to get by. So, and this is not the first time it's happened in his career. I think it also happened uh, a fight nice global one time, yeah. uh, or I'm, I'm mistaken, but I think it did. Um, this is a thing with him. You know, he should really, should really work on that because this going to cost him many fights. I think if, if this happens, more and more times. Yeah, you talk about the Dalgas Ubagua. Yeah. Yeah. And he I also thought he won decision. that one. He won yeah. that fight, actually. Yeah. It was close. It's flyweight, man. I mean, you're going to have close fights. <clears throat> you know, you're going to have a lot of close fights. Um, You know, I got to be honest, like I said, it was close. I thought Umbekov won. Elliot's been getting these, like, decisions that are tight. Like, a few fights ago, he beat this guy, Ryan Benoit. I don't know if he won that fight. You know, like, that fight, I'm not sure he should have won that one. So, he's able to get these decisions lately, but I'm just not really sure if he's totally deserving of them. And we got to talk about the glove grabs because Marcus wants our thoughts on it. It was dirty, but you know what, man? The ref didn't penalize him, so it's smart too. I hate to say it, but it's smart, right? You know, that's the biggest problem with the sport, man. It's just like the, the fouls go unpenalized. You know, like in hockey, if you do that, you get a two-minute penalty, you know, for instance. Um, basketball, you, you two, two free throws. You know, football, you know, 10 yards. MMA, it seems like you could do a lot of dirty shit before the referee finally takes a point or warns you even. So after the fight, he admitted, he's like, they were like, asking about the glove grab. He's like, yeah, I did it on purpose because the ref didn't say anything. So I just kept doing it. So, yeah, I mean, he cheated and helped him win the fight. And he's he's proud of it. What's the ref? What's the ref again? Who was the ref for that fight? I can't remember. You got to check. Go check topology. Check no, I'll, I'll check it for you. No problem. Um, I think, was it Mark Smith? I want double yeah, check. I, I thought so as well, but I don't want to say it if it's not true. <laughs> you know, is it though? Is it? Uh, I'm checking right now. That was fight number three. Yeah. Um, that was Chris Toyoni, of course. Oh, Chris of course. Okay. Oh, there you go. Of course, the idiot. Yeah. Of course. <laughs> All right, let's go to the next fight here. Ludovic Klein defeats Devontae Smith. Split decision. You know, Marcel, this was one of the closest fights in the card, obviously, mm -hmm. the call, especially with the short notice. So I think all of us, we went with Smith, but we were just like kind of shrugging your shoulders. I thought Klein went all three rounds, to be honest with you. I thought he went pretty easily. I thought he looked great on short notice at a higher weight class. I think he should stay at 155. And I think that's it for Devontae Smith, that he's going to be released after this fight because he's just, he's not good enough, guys, for the UFC. Sorry, but he's not. So I think both guys, you know, they put on a decent fight, but, you know, Klein definitely won the fight. So give me your thoughts. Yeah, I agree with you, man. I think uh, Klein looked really good. And uh, I didn't expect it, honestly, in a, in a higher weight class. Um, against Deva I think Devonta Smith ain't a bad fighter, man. But, I mean, uh, 
you are still on, on a learning curve, I feel, you know, and um, yeah, good win for Klein, a much needed win, I think, going uh, with two losses last time. I know the Trezano fight was super close, but that Landwehr fight, man, it's still uh, giving me nightmares. So um, yeah, good one for uh, Ludovic Klein. Looking forward to what's next for him, man. And if he stays at 155, it goes back to 145. Yeah, Klein looked good. Um, that's what Joe was saying. I agree, Joe. He looked good. You know, Smith is three and three now. He does have a win over Rosa, but it's four years ago, right? The other two guys, James and Dunningham Maestro, they're cut. So he's lost three or four. The only win over a guy who's been cut. I don't know, Marcel. He might get one more fight because he's kind of still young, but I don't know. Devontae Smith's not that good, man. You know, Marcel? Like, unless he's knocking you out in the first round, he's going to lose the fight. What are you going to say? Problem is that he has lost too many fights he shouldn't have lost. And for example, yeah. the Kama Wordy one, man. I mean, you can't lose that fight. He got yeah. destroyed as a plus a nice thousand favorite. Yeah. I agree, Marcus. He didn't look good at all. You know, I'm surprised one judge gave him that fight. I mean, he was competitive, but I think Klein clearly won. Mm-hmm. And then opening up the card, Dustin Jacoby defeats Michael Alex Sajak uh, by the United decision. He won the second and third round. Third round was close, but he pulled away in that stretch last minute or two. Just kind of grinding him against the fence, Barcelona warmed down. Just a bigger, stronger guy and won the fight. Um, yeah, that's pretty much what it looked to me. It looks like I don't know, can Michael make 185 because he's kind of a pudgy light heavyweight, right? Dustin Jacoby has fight IQ, you know what I mean? Oh. He is smart, he knows how to win rounds because it was close. One round, first round, Alexei took second round, Jacoby, third round, close, and he knows how to win that, how to win that fight in the third round in the last minute, you know, yeah. when it's close. And that's fight IQ, that's that's uh, how do you say experience, you know. And uh, he showed that. So very good on him. He is still undefeated in the second round in the UFC. Uh, still won all of his fights in the second round. I, I still think the Grishin fight was kind of, you know, but um, good for him, you know. And I, I want to see him against a ranked opponent now, man. I think he he, he did enough. Uh, Mikael Oleksiejczuk, he was ranked before, you know. So uh, give him somebody uh, low in the top 15, you know. I don't want to see how he does against one of those guys. I, I agree. I, he deserves it, you know, because he's really beaten all those guys that are outside the top 15. So now it's time he gets someone in the top 15. And I know that it might be too soon for Rios because it was last year, but, you know, the Ion fight was so close, Marcel. And Ion is 15th right now. So maybe you do yeah. the rematch. I don't know. What do you think? Do they do that rematch? I think uh, they try to rebook uh, Aeon against uh, Ryan Spann right now. So okay. I mean, probably... you know what? I wouldn't mind Jacoby against Ryan Spann. That would be a good fight too, actually. I wouldn't mind that. Um, yeah, I'm just looking at the top 15. You know, uh, it's it's interesting. I mean, there's some guys out there. Nikita Krylov would be a good fight too. What that about Johnny Walker? One. Johnny Walker would oh, be a great fight. Johnny's on vacation right now. I don't know if he's going to fight anytime soon. I saw he's on vacation. Okay. So. How bad was the 272 presser? The pre-fight, <laughs> or the, the pre-fight one? I think it was pre-fight one, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, I, I just saw some clips of it. I was, uh, Even difficult to follow, man. They were talking through each other all damn time. So it was the... Yeah, I saw some of those clips. Um, I think that's it for 272, Marcel. So, I mean, overall, mm-hmm. pretty good card. You know, what, what I give your it, thoughts on the card? I give it a 6 out of 10. It was decent, not great. Uh, I honestly think, and I said that maybe it's uh, as a bold statement, but I think Finite card, what's coming up is better than this one. You know, I, I, I don't think you're wrong when you say that. And again, you know, most people are going to be like, oh, you guys are crazy and stuff. But like some of these finite cards, they've been so fucking good. Like actually the one the week before Marcel was really good too, you know? Yeah. And then anyways, the one that, uh, on Saturday is going to be great. Looking forward to talking about that with you, Marcel. going to be a lot of fun. Uh, just before we get out of here, we got a few minutes left. Uh, did you watch PFL Challenger Series? Or? No, I haven't. No. So I didn't get a chance to watch it either, but I do know that, uh, you know, the fight, the, uh, the, the, the uh, event obviously went on. Yeah, 
So, mm-hmm. so one girl got the contract, um, yeah. Jindrova. And what do you think about her, Marcel? I haven't seen the fight, so what can I say? Right. I think I figured she would win this fight. You know, she is talented. Um, but she won a split decision and got the contract. So it's, it just kind of showed to me there wasn't a ton of talent on the show, on this on this show. Um, you know, it was a bunch of one and no fighters. And and you know, for what I've seen, you have to have a subscription, something called like Fubo TV to watch this. I don't have that. And I wouldn't pay for something extra to watch PFL challenges. Would you? Like who would? It's free <laughs> so, for me on YouTube, so I can watch it on YouTube. We watched the first one for free, and I think now we have to pay for I think it could be wrong. I haven't really right. looked forward to be fair, but yeah. Um, anyways, that's it. And then there was also what else was there, Marcel? Was there LFA, I believe, or no? That's this week, I eh? uh, I don't know. Yeah, that, that's this week. <laughs> it could be. That, that, no, that's this week. And there was Cage Warriors, that's the other one. There Cage was. Warriors was the one, yeah. Yes, we have quickly talk, talk, talk about that. Uh Wilson Reyes won uh, in the uh, split decision, Marcel, for yeah. UFC fighter and uh, Kyle Driscoll won in the main event. Um, yeah. And then a few, there was a few other guys who were like former like, Bellator and UFC veterans. So Joseph Morales. Yeah. yeah, Morales was another guy. He won his fight. Uh, he's a former UFC uh, flyweight, I want to say. Yeah. Right, Marcel? Yeah. yeah. Lost to Figueredo and, and this guy's Shelton gets cut. I mean, mm-hmm. It's kind of rough, but <laughs> anyways. Um, that is, by the way, now also on Eurosport over here. They bought the rights for uh, Cage Warriors. So right. it's uh, with the commentary from uh, Stefan Struve, who's in right. the booth. So that's fine. It says that you can watch it on YouTube. I watched the first one hype. I wasn't planning on watching it, but I watched it that night. The pacing was just so rough. I'm just like, I can't <laughs> do this on my Friday. I can't do it. BFL so pace. I can't do it. What do you think about Gunnar Nelson versus Sato? Uh, which, who's, who's Sato? Akashi Sato. Is he still on the roster? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's fighting Gunnar Nelson in London. Ashi Sato is? Oh, I just see it right now. My God, this is such... I mean, this is an easy fight. Let's be honest. This guy is not good. He's been submitted in two of his last three fights, guys. Yeah, his ground game is not great. Yeah, I saw it. Yeah, so he's replacing Claudio Silva. That would actually yeah. have been a decent fight. Yeah, Gunnar Nelson wins by submission, like, easily. Um, that's just an easy fight. Anyways, let's uh, let's end it, Marcel. I think that's it for today. Yeah. Plug your stuff. Let's get out of here. It's still big Marcel24 uh, on Twitter and Instagram. And uh, Eurosport.nl slash mixed martial arts section. And uh, make sure to watch uh, to watch on the wh- wh- where does it, did it get posted? I don't know. I, I think it's posted on Instagram uh, on on the Factors Boston uh, page. Uh, I did a shoey on Saturday night Sorry. out of Gilbert Ivel's shoes. <laughs> oh, was out of Gilbert's? Oh God, God, yeah. you, you might have something bad. You better go to the hospital. <laughs> Just kidding. No, I saw it. It was hilarious. Myself. How was it, by the way? Did it, like is it like is it like chunking, like shotgunning a beer, kind of the same thing, or is it what? Like shotgunning when you like when you like pull the tab and flip it over? Is it no, like that? no, no, not it's it's like you. You, you get like a head rush. I mean, like when you actually drink it. Like, do you, did you feel a head rush? No, just okay. Oh, okay not, nothing, not, nothing bad. The, the shoe was kind of okay. It didn't have a, a bad taste or whatever, so I was okay. With it. <laughs> what a guy. Thanks, Marcus, and, and thanks, Hype. Uh, let's get out of here, Marcel. So, yeah, plug, uh, you guys can follow my stuff at MMAdam Martin on Twitter. Podcast is at MMAdamMartin.com. It's, uh, it's on our website, our YouTube. Like, share, subscribe, guys. Like I said, numbers are going up. It's good. Want more people in here, want more people listening. Um, it's also on iTunes, Spotify, all those places you can find your podcast, Google Podcasts as well. And you could also find me at bookies.com and myamainnews.com. Back tomorrow with Marcel, 5 p.m. Eastern. We're breaking down UFC Vegas 50, Santos versus Ankolaev. Looking forward to that, Marcel, tomorrow. And until then, have a great day.